Welcome to our podcast on A Course in Miracles. Today is Lesson 132. I lose the world from all I thought it was. What keeps the world in chains but your beliefs? And what can save the world except yourself, capital S? Belief is powerful indeed. The thoughts you hold are mighty and illusions are strong in their effects as is the truth. A madman thinks the world he sees is real and does not doubt it. Nor can he be swayed by questioning his thoughts' effects. It is but when their source is raised to question that the hope of freedom comes to him at last. Yet is salvation easily achieved for anyone who is free to change his mind and all his thoughts change with it. Now the source of thought has shifted for to change your mind means you have changed the source of all ideas you think or ever thought or yet will think. You free the past from what you thought before. You free the future from all ancient thoughts of seeking what you do not want to find. The present now remains the only time. Here in the present is the world set free. For as you let the past be lifted and release the future from your ancient fears, you find escape and give it to the world. You have enslaved the world with all your fears, your doubts, your miseries, your pain, your tears, and all of your sorrows. Press on it and keep the world a prisoner to your beliefs. Death strikes it everywhere because you hold the bitter thoughts of death within your mind. Wow, that's a really good line. Death strikes it everywhere because you hold the bitter thoughts of death within your mind. Well, I think what's doing, uh, what's happening in this first few paragraphs is it's showing us that the world is not apart from our thoughts and beliefs about the world. In fact, later on in the lesson it says there is no world. It's our projection onto creation and the Course calls it the world. That's our projection. It's not really there but We think it is because we projected that onto it. Mm. Like if we project guilt onto the world, we're going to find all kinds of situations where somebody's guilty. Or if we project anger onto a situation, we're going to find conflict, strife, war, uh, you know, murder, really. Mm. So it's. The world is there because we're projecting our illusions onto it. Mm. And then and then we think, well, because it happened in the physical dimension, that it must be real. Right. It says the world is nothing in itself. In itself. Your mind must give it meaning. And what you behold upon it are your wishes acted out so you can look on them and think them real. Perhaps you think you did not make the world, but came unwillingly to what was made already, hardly waiting for your thoughts to give it meaning. Yet in truth, you found exactly what you looked for when you came. <laughs> wow. So that's what you expect. You see what you expect in other words. Yeah, ways. but I mean, that's hard for people to get because they're going to watch the news and they're going to see all this negative news. And then they're going to say, well, how am I responsible for that? Like, let's just take, for instance, you know, all these school shootings, mm-hmm. all these shootings that have been happening lately. How are you going to work, look on that and say, well, it's not real? Mm-hmm. 
it's it's uh, it's just a projection. Well, I I mean though the world is like it says it's acting out it's um what's the word it uses uh we're looking for um an example or uh, what you behold upon it are your wishes acted out mm -hmm. so you can look on them and think them real so uh, like if we have a, an opinion about the world we find people to act out that opinion. Mm -hmm. Oh, there's evil in the world, there's insanity in the world, there's hate in the world. And then these school shootings are there and then we say, see, they're real. But it's we who have projected the hate and the insanity and the violence onto the world. Mm -hmm. And that's why we see it, because we've projected those thoughts onto it. There is no world apart from what you wish, and herein lies your ultimate release. Change but your mind on what you want to see, and all the world must change accordingly. Ideas leave not their source. This central theme is often stated in the text and must be borne in mind if you would understand the lesson for today. It is not pride which tells you that you made the world you see and that it changes as you change your mind. But it is pride that argues you have come into the world quite separate from yourself, impervious to what you think, and quite apart from what you chance to think it is. There is no world. Yeah, there, that, this that, is the central thought the course yeah. attempts to teach. Yeah, that's uh, that. It it is pride when you think um, you didn't make up this thing. Mm -hmm. Oh, it just happened to you, or it's just out there, and that's reality, and there's nothing you can do about it, and oh, it's evil and I'm good and there's nothing I can do about it. So you either react against it and protest or you withdraw and, and uh, disassociate yourself from it. But this is saying, well, it's part of your mind that projected this world and this world isn't even there, but you have to deal with the thoughts that you're making the world up with. That's why the lesson says, I loose the world from all I thought it was. Well, what is that? It's like I'm giving up all my beliefs and projections and uh, fears and angers and guilts. I'm giving up all those projections onto the world. Not everyone is ready to accept it, and even one must go as far as he can let himself be led along the road to truth. He will return and go further, or perhaps step back a while and then return again. But healing is the gift of those who are prepared to learn there is no world and can accept the lesson now. Their readiness will bring the lesson to them in some form which they can understand and recognize. Some see it suddenly on the point of death and rise to teach it. Others find it an experience that is not of this world which shows them that the world does not exist because what they behold must be the truth and yet it is clearly contradicts the world. I don't understand that one. Uh, well, some people have a beatific vision. You know, they have a, a vision of some kind of perfect uh, divine vision. And then when they come back into the world, it's such a contrast. They, they you know, they're, they're like between worlds. Mm. 
Some will find it in this course and in the exercises that we do today. Today's idea is true because the world does not exist. And if it is indeed your own imagining, then you can loose it from all the things you ever thought it was by merely changing all the thoughts that gave it these appearances. The sick are healed as you let go of all thoughts of sickness. And the dead arise from you let thoughts of life replace all thoughts you ever held in death. Yeah, the sick are healed when you give up the idea of sickness, yeah. A lesson earlier repeated once must now be stressed again for it contains the firm foundation for today's idea. You are as God created you. There is no place where you can suffer and no time that can bring change to your eternal state. How can a world of time and place exist if you remain as God created you? What is the lesson for today except another way of saying that to know yourself, capital S, is the salvation of the world. To free the world from every kind of pain is but to change your mind about yourself. There is no world apart from your ideas because ideas leave not their source, and you maintain the world with your mind and thought. Well, okay, so there is that lesson, I am as God created me. It it's, happens three times in the course. We've already had two of them, lesson 94 and 110. Uh, and we've also had lesson 97, I am spirit. And then that lesson made it very clear that when you are as God created you, you are spirit. And spirit doesn't suffer pain, it doesn't suffer anything, you know? It doesn't die, it's immortal. Um, it doesn't have a problem. Um, it doesn't want things to be different than the way they are. Uh, it's not in conflict, it's not in anger, it's not in fear, guilt. So that's your identity, right? So if we can accept that, it, it never dies. It was, it's always been here. It's your, it's your identity. So if you could accept yourself as that, um, a lot of this stuff would make sense, you know, it'd clear up. It's like, why would you want to project Sorrow when being clear about being spirit is pure joy. Mm. Like the nature of pure spirit is God's will for me is perfect happiness. It's happiness. God being love is also happiness. So you have the happiness. You have the God's peace and joy. So why would you ever want to be anything but that? So if there is something that is not peace and joy, you made it up, and this lesson is saying you can unmake it, you can give it up, you loose the world from all that crap, you know? Yeah, it says, yet if you are as God created you, you cannot think apart from him, nor make what does not share his timelessness and love. Are these inherent in the world you see? Does it create like him? Unless it does, it's not real and cannot be at all. If you are real, the world you see is false, for God's creation is unlike the world in every way. And as it was his thought by which you were created, so it is your thoughts which make it and must set it free, that you may know the thoughts you share with God. Release the world. 
your real creations wait for this release to give you fatherhood not of illusions but as God in truth God shares his fatherhood with you who are his son for he makes no distinctions in what is himself and what is still himself what he creates is not part is not apart from him and nowhere does the father end and the son begin as something separate from him yeah okay so god's peace and joy are mine um the world i see holds nothing that i want it's impossible to see two worlds so we have to make a decision here which which world do we want to see the one we made up that has all the problems and all the strife and all the conflict and all the insanity and all the school shootings and all the death and suffering or do we want to see this other reality of immortal joy? There is no world because it is a thought apart from God and made to separate the Father and the Son and break away a part of God himself and thus destroy his wholeness. Can a world which comes from this idea be real? Can it be anywhere? Deny illusions but accept the truth. Deny you are a shadow briefly laid upon a dying world. Release your mind and you will look upon a world release. Today our purpose is to free the world from all the idle thoughts we ever held about it Begin the 15-minute periods in which we practice twice with this today. I, who remain as God created me, would loose the world from all I thought it was, for I am real, because the world is not, and I would know my own reality. Okay. Then rest with no strain and let your mind be changed so that the world is free. You need not realize that healing comes to many brothers far across the world as well as to the ones you see nearby as you send out these thoughts to bless the world. But you will sense your own release, although you may not fully understand as yet, that you could never be released alone. Throughout the day, increase the freedom sent through your ideas to the world. And say, I lose the world from all I thought it was and choose my own reality instead. Yeah, but... I think this is a key lesson. Um, we we have to get though that we are spirit, mm -hmm. that we're not bodies, that we're we're spiritual beings having an experience of a physical dimension, and we have to bring the qualities of that identity to this dimension, which are peace, joy, love, harmony gentleness, um, you know, perfect happiness, forgiveness, you know, all these things we, we have to bring um, as our extension into this dimension, whatever you want to call that, you know, the physical dimension. And this is saying, well, the world is just a projection of all your negative thinking and the world isn't even there, you just think it is, and therefore you project it on this physical stuff, and you get all these nightmares. So this is saying, well, the way to end the nightmare is to see first that you're the one making the nightmare up with your projections. So that's what this lesson is saying. I loose the world from all I thought it was. I'm stopping all my projections. I'm seeing that I am spirit, 
and spirits in a state of grace. You know, in the text it says, spirit is in a state of grace forever. My reality is only spirit, therefore I am in a state of grace forever. Well, grace doesn't have conflict in it. Grace doesn't have death in it. Grace doesn't have anger in it. Grace doesn't have problems in it. So that world of problems and death and anger and, you know, school shootings, we made that up. And it's our responsibility to stop it. And so that's what this lesson's all about. I loose the world from all I thought it was and choose my own reality. My, my God-created reality, not the quote-unquote reality of the evening news. Mm. You know, you're going to watch the evening news and see all the tragedy, and then you're going to say, well, how can you deny that all this happened? Well, well, it did happen as a projection of all of our negative thinking. And, and it's all of our negative thinking that's the illusion and then what happens in the world is just a printout of that. It's like if you start with a program that has all these flaws in it, you're going to get a printout that has all the flaws in it. Well, what you watch out there in the news is just the printout. It's not the origin. And this is dealing with the origin. The origin of the world is all of my negative thoughts I projected onto it. And this is saying, well, all those negative thoughts don't exist, they're false. <sighs> so therefore, the world that you projected doesn't exist either. So when you get this lesson, you're in a different reality. You're in a spiritual reality, you're in a holy reality. Anything else you want to say about the lesson, Sandra Well, I, yeah, I mean, I think it's very hard for people to get that it doesn't exist. I mean, I, I know that it's projection, I think I, I can relate to that. I'm projecting uh, my anger, and that's what I'm getting out there. Whatever, or everybody's collective anger. But to say it doesn't exist is very hard for people. Well, you know, we teach people about life extension, physical immortality. And so if you don't get this lesson, then you're saying death is real. It's as equal as life. It's mm. as real as life. Death is as real as life. I think that's what most people think, right? Well, they do think that. But if we want to overcome death, we have to see it's an illusion that we made up. Yeah. And we've projected it onto our bodies and onto our world. So we have to see it's a projection. Otherwise, we're victims of it. So I think it's, yes, it's a hard leap for people because they're unwilling to make that leap. And part of that is their own unconscious death urge. Well, if I say that this is not real, then all the things I've done to myself that have caused me to be sick and suffering aren't real either. And people don't want to admit they, they're the source of their own suffering. They want to see that there's something outside that's cause for concern and complaint and 
blame, essentially, we're blaming the world for all the problems that we have, as though the world is some separate entity that has made up all this stuff. Oh, yeah, I think it's like people think the world is doing it to them. Yeah, right, exactly. That's, that's where they're stuck, and, you know, we're creating the world. Yeah, so you first have to see that the world is only a projection yeah. and that you are the projector. And if you can stop projecting, then the world doesn't exist. And that's what it means. The world doesn't exist. Now, it doesn't mean the physical stuff doesn't exist. It, it's there. The physical stuff, we all have bodies right now. We have stuff. We live in houses and apartments and drive around in cars. And all that stuff is still going to be there. But what what is our projection onto it? Are we Are we projecting onto it? God's peace and joy, or are we projecting onto it fear, suffering, you know, conflict and death? So that's that's the part we have to remove from the world. Mm. I lose the world from all I thought it was, and I seek my own reality instead. Well, the reality in this case is God's peace and joy. Are we making contact with that or not? Yeah, so. it's a, the world doesn't create like God creates. No. So that's why it's not real, because only no. what God creates is real. And well, we can I make mean, we can make a, a projection apart from God, so we can make up a world of suffering and death, but that doesn't mean it's real in the sense of eternal. Okay. Okay. Well, okay, kids, so we're in the middle of a five-day here. I'm sorry this, uh, this was late, but we had people we were dealing with this morning, so we'll keep at it, but it might be later in the day.